This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Appreciate you for being here with us on this Tuesday, December 23rd. Nope, that's Tuesday, December 13th. Wow, December 23rd. I love that. Man, we're getting closer. I love that. We're getting closer. Uh, it was cold enough to be Christmas Ooh, this morning. Wee. It's the uh, December 13th edition of d and KC. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We are live across our video streaming platforms on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. YouTube.com slash ESPN1320. We welcome those uh, listening on their HD radios or in their electric vehicles on 98.5 FM HD. We welcome those listening on ESPN1320 and the Odyssey app, wherever you are. Man, you picked a good day to be with us. Every day is a good day uh, to be with us. Uh, Will Z will be with us coming up here in just a few minutes as we preview uh, the Sacramento Kings and the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm. Uh, Kyle Draper will join us uh, as well in the 2 o'clock hour. He's in Philly for tonight. And uh, Jason Jones, final hour of the show. So that's all coming up here. Um, we'll start, and we'll we'll dive into the game for sure. There's a lot to talk about with the Sacramento Kings. And, man, just rumors already uh, all over the place. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hold off on this one. We'll get there, <laughs> but Nerland's Noel. We'll we'll get there. We'll point this out. I I, I did pull up the injury report because we're you know we're I think we got a four thirty start. Yeah. So we're on De'Aaron Fox watch. Uh, Alex Lynn is out. Mm, yeah, I, was, I, I think it's a non COVID related yeah, illness. Sick. James kind of snuck that in yesterday. Yeah. When yeah, so Alex Lynn is out. We, we we point that out only because, and I know Alex Lynn doesn't get a lot of run, but it's still. It's JoJo, mm-hmm. Joel. Mm-hmm. He, he he's a big dude. He's a big body. Um, start we pointed out. No Alex Lynn uh, tonight, and no Kyler Murray for the foreseeable future. Oh uh, man, as everyone's worst fears uh, were realized this morning. And again, everyone who saw it probably knew right away. Uh, Kyler Murray did in fact tear his ACL last night on the third play of the game in the Cardinals loss mm, mm, mm. to the New England Patriots. Um, That's too bad. Non-contact injury, just brutal, brought the card out. Um, you could see he was gutted. His teammates were gutted. Again, you know, hearing that Debo could be back uh, yeah. during the regular season was so shocking, not necessarily because I'm a doctor, but because I was 
I saw the way he responded to it. Yeah. Like I saw the way he reacted to that injury, and the cart doesn't come out, uh, you know, too often. So uh, the fact that Debo's going to be able to return is great news. The fact that Kyler is not uh, is brutal. Um, it's just a terrible end to what's been a terrible season uh, for the Arizona Cardinals and probably is going to mark some changes coming forward for that franchise. Man, it's been a season from hell from those guys, man, and it, it started in the offseason. You know, it started with the whole Kyler contract, which turned into the fine print of he a mandate uh, on the ledge. Well, was it? It was real, right? They just took it out, but it was a real mandate. No, it was real. Yeah, it was real. And that started things Mm -hmm. on a spiral. You could even make the argument it started in that playoff game last year because they were atrocious. Kyler was atrocious. They were terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, that happened to Lamar. You know what I mean? I, I just that that's part of football. Lamar that, get beat down like that. Yeah, Lamar's first playoff game. Which game? Uh, oh, that was the Titans. I mean, that was that's a little different though. They were at home. That was a little shocker. That was a little shocker. They got they got beat soundly. Well, but the, the the point being is that's part of being. A, I, th- I think when a young quarterback loses in the playoffs, especially their first go around. Eh, I don't look at that as that big of a deal. Right. The contract stuff I looked at as a big deal. Like, this is off. Well, I also look at it as everything combined, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think they started off really well that year, last year. And then they faded mm-hmm. late again. Yep. yep. And then they got beat down. Yep. And then there's this whole thing of, well, this guy doesn't even study for the games. You know, he does, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this controversy. Then, then Kyler – uh, to quote uh, our our girl Sheena Sheena Quick, he had a little sass to him mm-hmm. when it was brought up to him, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was a it wasn't just a loss, right? Mm-hmm. It was a combination of all that, and it's just been a bad twelve months or so, eleven twelve months. Yeah, it's been bad for Kyler. It's been bad uh, for the franchise. Uh, it's been really bad for Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I don't know if Cliff Kingsbury is going to be the coach moving forward. Um, this seemed to be a package deal just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. As you moved on from Steve Wilkes after a year, you moved on from Josh Rosen after a year, and the idea was we're going to pair this <clears throat> offensive genius uh, with Kyler Murray. And it's gone so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like the, the, these two don't get along. Like, no. they, 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 they don't get along. They have no vibe. Like, it's... It's not good. Yeah, and you know, and and players usually win that battle. And, and and the scary thing about that is, I don't know if Cliff Kingsbury's any good at all. Although there's like, there's there's evidence to show that, I mean, this is kind of what he does. He did this at, at Texas Tech. Um, you know, he's is it that he gets in, figured out? I think so because he seems. I don't to think s- he has a curveball mm. or a changeup, as they would say. Like it's just He's, this is he what doesn't I have any other pitch. He's got a fastball. Right. Yeah. This is what I have, and if you can't figure it out, and once you, you have a hell of a time trying to deal with it, but once, once you teams get it the out, timing down, it's over. Yeah. It's a wrap. He has nowhere else to go, and um, yeah, I think that's what's going on. So you got to deal with that. But Kyler, there's questions about Kyler. There is questions about Kyler about um, just his ability to lead. You know, just I remember I was watching a game last year, I think it was, and it said something to the effect of like, "Yeah, we talked to Kyler before the game, and he he talked about how you know 
he has to have better body language and he has to um, have better communication with his, with his teammates and all like all the things that um, somebody would say about Kyler Murray. I'm like, Oh, that's just people who aren't there. They don't know what's going on. And the, the commentators are like, no, Kyler was like, yeah, I need to be better at that. Hmm. Like I, kind of feel like that's who he is you can grow you can get better so i don't want to put him in a box like that but and then what we're i mean isn't that what we talk about with De'Aaron? De'Aaron, De'Aaron, to be honest with you was about a about a three month like bad situation durag De'Aaron was three months durag De'Aaron was three months it wasn't Ain't seen the do-rag since Buddy was traded. I, I, <laughs> man. What's going on with them ways? He got permanent ways after Buddy was traded. But this is something that's followed Kyler, sounds like, since high school. Hmm. Like, this is this is a character trait of his. And I don't know if that gets fixed. Okay. Kyler's still really young. Uh, he is. He is, he is. Incredibly, there's time, to, there's time an, to grow. He's an incredibly talented quarterback. I don't think you give up on incredibly talented quarterbacks. Well, they don't have a choice. But he needs <laughs> But he needs the right coach. Yeah, they don't. And they just gave him, what, two? was it $200 mil? Uh, I mean, I think it was $200 mil make-believe money. Yeah. I don't think it was really $200 million. But it's at least another he, two, three years. Yeah, I think he got 100 and some change and probably, yeah, it's probably, it was probably three years. Hmm. Um. He might not even be on that that new deal this That's year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's still yeah, yeah. on the the previous yeah. deal, probably. Um, it, and watching that unfold, especially the way that the game went, and Colt McCoy did fine. I mean, he did he did what he could. Like, God bless Colt McCoy. He's made a living doing this like for yeah. a long time. It to me because it looked like it looked like the Cardinals were done. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the last. I mean, I, I you could make the argument, and it's a perfectly fair argument. The Cardinals were done entering the game um, after the Kyler injury. You know, they they, they 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 get a few things going, and then you just see how quickly they get deflated on the defensive end. And to me, it just made what the Forty ers have done all that more impressive. Mm. The fact that not only have they remained composed, they've gone through, and and you know, God bless them, it's so tough what Kyler's going through. The Forty ers have gone through that twice. Mm-hmm. At that same exact position, the starting quarterback and their second string quarterback, who you know, Kyle Shanahan said entering the season, we've got two starting quarterbacks. Okay, I, I, I get I get the point that he was trying to make. Now you're on your your you got three. Hmm. Turns out you might. We'll get to that later. But the fact that they've been able to hold it together with the loss of that position on two separate occasions. And, and and I'm not – obviously, this is an incredibly talented San Francisco 49ers team. But to not lose anything mentally, yeah. or at least certainly not outwardly, they haven't. Yeah. Uh, and to maintain that level on the other side of the ball, it, I think it really speaks to the incredible season that they're having. They um, they have an ability to stay mentally tough that I know I talk about a lot with a number of different teams and a number of situations in sports and in life. It's like, all right, it happened. Move on. Let's get it. These things still got to get done. Find a way to get done. It's not always realistic. That's not always um, how things are going to go. They actually do it that way. Like, that's pretty impressive. They actually lost their starting quarterback. Sucks. Damn. All right. Find a way to get it done. Oh, we lost the, the backup who, you know, is the starting quarterback in this league. And now we got to go to this last guy in the, in the draft. 
all right, we'll get it done. They don't, the Niners don't bleed. And that's a testament to that locker room. And it's a testament to Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch mm-hmm. for, for the guys they put together in that locker room. And I think really above, above all else, obviously the guys on the field, it really is a testament to Kyle Shanahan. Because I, for, for me, if I'm pointing to the Cardinals' issues, mm. I'm probably starting with Cliff Kingsbury. And if I'm not starting with Cliff Kingsbury, I'm starting with the relationship between Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. Mm. And regardless of what it is, and there's obviously something, whatever it is, it's up to Cliff Kingsbury to fix it. He, he's the coach. Yeah. He doesn't have the cachet Bill Bar- Parcells does where he goes, just cut him. I don't want to deal with this. Mm-hmm. You can't do that, especially today. You can't do that. It's up to him to fix it. Yeah. And unfortunately, it feels like he was unable to, and that's, in my opinion, probably how this is going to end. Kyle Shanahan has been there six years, I think. This is his sixth year. Um, sure. A lot of people have come in and in and out of that locker room, in and out of those, you know, that building. You, you hear people all the time. All those players have the utmost respect for him. Current and former players. They and and it's I bring that up because you got a lot of people that you know talk crazy about Kyle Shanahan. You know, and talking about he don't know this, and he's and he's you know got to be the smartest guy, and all this other stuff. Same thing with with Coach Prime. I tend to pay attention to the people who are in that building a little bit more than outside observers, even myself sometimes. And the people in the building, there hasn't been a bad thing said about Kyle Shanahan in his coaching career. That means something. We'll come back. Uh, we'll shift gears. Obviously, you know, get well, Kyler Murray. He never liked to see uh, athletes go down there. Can you believe Cliff Kingsbury ran Kyler Murray out to the outside on a scramble pay to try got to him hurt. Ball? Can't, got him hurt. Got him hurt. Got him hurt. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What are you Cliff doing Kingsbury? running what, uh, Kyler Murray on what, the third what, play of the game? What are you doing? I hope people recognize how ridiculous that sounds now. We'll come back. Will Z is going to join us. We'll dive into Kings basketball. We got Kings. Uh, and 76ers tonight, we'll talk with Will Z. We'll dive into the numbers when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app, live on Twitch, live on YouTube. Discussions of alligators climbing fences uh, and wild coyotes took over, uh, although I don't know what coyote isn't wild I'm not sure maybe, like, maybe they're misunderstood I, I, I don't you know what i want to find out i don't either i don't want to find that, out i was gonna say real quick i'll give them their respect if i saw hey I'll, hey we're going this way y'all can have all of this this is all yours i'm gonna go the other way I, I, real quick when i was working at that school like i was uh one of the campus supervisors and like one of the jobs if like in the morning there was a coyote on the field they'd be like mr caraway there's a coyote on the field on the walkie-talkie. <laughs> okay. I'll make sure to stay away from the well, field. I guess the field is theirs then. Like, what do you want me to do about it? I, I, I love I, – I just a visual of Kenny. Come here. Come here. This way, trying to sh- shuffle a coyote yeah, off the, of the field. The visual of Kenny is in the office. Yeah, it's, well, it's, I'm it's, in the office. It's, it's the rule. It's their field now. They, they've, they've claimed it. That's their set. That's I, their turf. I saw a rabbit die while I was out there, too. That was disturbing. Uh, I've seen that before. That's no good. That is disturbing. Yeah, no good at all. No mm. good at all. Uh, as we welcome in Will Z. <laughs> Will Z here to break down the the number of uh, wild uh, animal deaths here uh, in the city of Sacramento. Uh, Will, it's a talk about misunderstood. Joel Embiid might be misunderstood. I don't know that we're paying close enough attention to the incredible season he's having. Mm. Like we remember the 59 and that wild game where he bordered on a quadruple double, but like a real quadruple double, not the one with the turnovers. He he's well, he's been incredible, man. Oh, and he's doing everything. So it's not just his, he's leading the league with a career high 33.4 points. Um, his assist numbers have gone up this year too. He's at 4.8 and he's still grabbing 9.8 rebounds, 1.6 blocks, 1.6 steals, um, 11.8 free throws are tied with Giannis for the most in the league. He just does it all and he shoots 85% from the line. So it's not like that's a good thing, like sometimes it can be for Giannis unless he's playing the Kings. Uh, so he's just been dominant out there, and I didn't realize it until I started to really dig into it this morning. He's, he is – we were talking about it last year, you know, talking about the belt. and we Giannis, we love Giannis as, as much as anybody. But, I mean, Joel Embiid is – with the way he can shoot the basketball, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he is – Absolutely unguardable. Mm-hmm. Like there, if he's on, that's why you see these fifty-three point games and everything. Because if he's on, there's nothing you can do with him. Absolutely and nothing you can do the, with him. Yep, that's the thing with him is he makes it from everywhere on the court. So he's at seventy point seven percent in the restricted area, forty-eight point nine in the non-restricted, fifty point five in the mid-range, and thirty-two point eight from three. So. Yeah. Not the best three-point percentage, but for a center, um, 
really good, and it's really just kind of pick your poison. Where do you want him to try and beat you from? Uh, speaking of poison, James Harden has returned. Oh, to the wow. T- wow. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was solid work on my that part. That was uncalled for. <laughs> I love it. My apologies to James Harden and his family. Uh, James Harden has returned to this lineup. Uh, you know, have you seen a difference in the was it last three games or so versus the first? I think he played nine or ten. Is he has he just picked up where he left off? Like how how does this look now with with Harden involved? Yeah, there has been a bit a bit of a difference. His three point shooting is still at thirty seven percent over the last three games. Uh, but his two-point shooting has like plummeted. So in the first nine games, he was at 51.8% on his two-point shots. But in the last three, he's at 391 So I don't know if it's just lack of explosiveness or just maybe a small sample size, but that kind of driving game doesn't seem to be there as much since he's come back, at least not yet. Yeah, I think that part of his game is gone. You know, I don't. I don't think he's like gone. Gone. He's like gone. Gone. He didn't have that step, that quickness. Um, he was really special. Back. He's not my favorite, but mm-hmm. he was really special. Yeah. Like with that in the, in in that regard, he Man. was him like Westbrook. Like there were a handful of guys who, when they went to the cup, mm-hmm. it was tough. The combination of of strength and speed. I mean, he looked mm-hmm. like super fast, like De'Aaron or John Morant. But that first step was unbelievably quick for a guy his size. And I think that's gone. Now he can channel it from time to time, but over the course of a forty-eight minute game and over the course of an eighty-two game season and playoffs, I don't think I think that guy's gone. I didn't realize that. You know, he's played nine hundred and fifty-four career regular season games. Mm. He just, played a lot of games. I saw and he that number. And just like, he played every every night. Yeah. yeah. Uh. The Sixers like to play a certain way. Um, mm-hmm. They they tend to play pretty slow, which I'm sure is something uh, Mike Brown pointed out because he was legitimately furious with his team for allowing the Milwaukee Bucks to dictate the way that they played that game. What do what do what do the what do the pace numbers say about the Philadelphia 76ers and what that might mean for the Kings tonight? Yeah, the pace number, which is becoming ever popular with Kings fans, um, again. for the 76ers, which is the fourth slowest in the NBA. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, they're a big defense team, and they kind of try and slow down the tempo, it seems like, and kind of dictate that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also notice that for the Kings, their three slowest games have all been on the road against the Bucks, Cavs, and Heat. And I don't think it's a coincidence that those three happen to all be road games. Mm-hmm. I oh man, I don't know this for sure. Two at least two of the top three teams who give up the least amount of points uh to their opponent. I think Philly is three. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland is two. I'm gonna guess Milwaukee's one, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, if we're going straight points. Yeah, I know that's not defensive rating. I know that's not the cool number defensive rating is. Now that's what I'm talking yeah. about, man. Straight points I, per game. And I think I think Kings I think Kings well, I'll I'll ask Will. Were you able to see that? Is it Bucks? Is it is it Bucks, Cavs, Sixers? Cavs, Bucks, Sixers. Yeah. Good okay. Knowledge. All right. Good job by you, Dan. Okay. Um 
Where where are where are the Sixers defense? Are are are, are the Sixers and the Kings in the same general vicinity in terms of defensive rating? Uh no, they are the fourth best team. The Sixers oh, are defensive rating wise. So the Kings yeah, aren't the fifth, rating. huh? Shoot, <laughs> darn it! <laughs> oh, oh well, I was I was hoping. I was hoping, but it I, I think it's really. But if you take the fourth quarter of that that Cleveland game, boy, there's no one now. better. No, it ain't nobody mm-hmm. better. Well, I saw some number. It was like 183 or something like that. I forgot what it was. It might have been defensive rating for that fourth quarter or so, something crazy. It was something unreal. Um, but when you talk about going up against the Sixers and comparing that to the Bucks and to the to the Cavs game, and I would even throw the Knicks game in there too, even though. You know, they're not this top defensive team. But I think that's something that the Kings always have to be leery of, and that's somebody trying to slow down the game on them. Mm-hmm. I think they're their best when they're getting up and down the floor and they're getting up shots and getting up opportunities. I know we all didn't like the quick threes um, from, you know, from Terrence and Malik, but, you know, I stall it out just a little bit because that's – I think that's what they got to do. I think that's what they – they play fast. They get the shots up quick. You get into a grind-out game, especially if you don't have De'Aaron Fox. I don't think that's the answer. And I think it's no coincidence that they've struggled offensively with those teams that slow them down that way. Yeah, and I know, Damien, you have your assist number that you key key in on. Kenny, you have the threes. I think mine might be starting to shape up to be fast break points. Mm -hmm. So there's been 12 times that the Kings have scored at least 16 fast break points. In those 12 games, they're 9-3. and three. So for me, I like that because it not only shows that they're getting some easy buckets, but they're getting stops on the defensive end generally mm-hmm. to kind of get out and, and run uh, to get those easier yeah. buckets. You're going to have to do that against a team who's probably has a main focus of keeping you from getting out on the fast break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the they're... Sixers aren't a very good transition defense team. They give up 16 a game which is uh, fifth most in the league. So for me, that's kind of where I'm keying in on for tonight, where the Kings have to look for advantages against teams that are this good and go and get the Sixers where they're not the best. Really great stuff, Will. You can read more of uh, Will's preview by the numbers over on ESPN 1320's website uh, and make sure you're following Will Z for all this great info. He pretty much works for ESPN 1320. Uh, the Sacramento Kings, NBC Sports California, uh, Deuce and Mo, like you are, you are our go-to guy, man. We appreciate you, Will. I appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Okay, oh, you too, my brother. That's Will Z right there. Uh, make sure you're locked into him tonight. He always has some really good uh, in-game stats as well, with some breakdowns at at halftime, and then of course post-game. Um, interesting stuff there about Philadelphia because when you look at Philadelphia's record, it's a team that's not quite there yet. It's a, it, Meaning, it's a team that's not quite where they want to be. Like mm-hmm. they, they, are, they, Philadelphia approached this season of being in the conversation where Boston and Milwaukee is. Right. They're a team right now who's still, you know, kind of finding their way around that 500 mark. Yeah. Uh, and there's probably a variety of reasons for it. Some involve uh, James Harden being around and trying to figure out how to play with him. Some of them involve playing without James Harden. Right. Uh, Joe's missed games uh, this year too. Um, not a ton, but a handful. Mm-hmm. But he's having, my goodness, man, it really has gone under my radar, the type of season he's having. Yeah, he It's ridiculous. He's sick. He is sick. That man is unguardable. And a lot of the times, you know, he's putting this team on his back, you know, and, and willing them to victories. We, we saw 
um, the game. I think they were playing Chicago. Whenever whoever they were playing, and he had sixty sixty something. Did he have sixty? That one night? 59. 59. Yeah, yeah. His, the, but the, it was really the stat line that was absurd. Cause I think he had seven blocks in that game. Seven blocks. I think he had like 20, I want to say like 25, 28 in the final five minutes of that game or something like that. Like he's doing things, willing that team to victory. And essentially you can make the argument he's willing them to the, the record they have right now, 14 had, and 13. He had 59, 11, 8, and 7. In that game, wow, wow! And then he, had he also had the a, other night. He also had a steal. You know, he's getting it in, getting it done on the, <laughs> in, the, in the steal game as well. Fifty-three and twelve. Uh, the last time he stepped on the floor, yeah. Joel, Joel's a problem, it's, man. It's Joel's crazy. a problem. The center's dead, right? Yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> the 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 league is being dominated right now by. Jokic, mm-hmm. Joel. I mean, the last three years, Jokic, Joel, whatever position you want to classify Giannis as. I mean, Tatum is incredible. Book's mm-hmm. incredible. Like, those guys are having really good seasons. But the fact that Giannis and Joel and, and Nicole are just doing it again. There's nobody that can stop them. Just again. It's like, no, yeah, that's right. You, you, can't, can, you can't stop us. That's, that's, that's how you can make the argument the center is dead because there ain't nobody that can guard these guys. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist no more. <laughs> mm. Like the days of uh, the '90s with Elijah Wan, Robinson, Ewing, <laughs> and Shaq. That's the Akeem Olajuwon Trophy. Oh, that we'll God. get to. I can't believe you hating on that stuff. I'm not hating on. <laughs> I'm not hating on it. I just. <laughs> why? <laughs> like what? Why? Like I respect Akeem Olajuwon, but I'm sorry. I have two. I I do have one like legitimate beef with this trophy thing. Okay. If, if I were if like if if I were a ball player, right, and I grow up in in you know we'll, we'll stick in my age. I I grew up watching Magic and Michael mm-hmm. and, and 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 Larry and those guys and Kobe, and I see those guys holding that trophy. Mm-hmm. I want that trophy. If I'm yeah, a ball that's player, that's what I want. How many changes? How many times have they changed the Heisman Trophy? Never that Heisman Trophy, like you know what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what, I want. I want that trophy that Jordan held up. I want that trophy that 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 Kevin Durant was holding when he was crying. That's what I want. I think that's Lisa Leslie on the trophy. <laughs> the hell is that? Here's, here's on the I, new Michael Jordan trophy. Big big uh, Adam Silver, big listener of D'Lo and KC. I'm telling you, man. Listening you to know, Kenny Caraway getting, Silver, getting the he, Michael Jordan Mike, trophy. Well, he knew what it was after we talked about it. That's fine. He Kareem got was. more. That's fine. I'm just saying Kareem got six. <laughs> um, we giving him the social justice award. Well, I mean, that's important too. It is. But <laughs> all right. I would say I would say this. Right. I would say this. For us, I understand exactly what you're what you're saying. Um Brees is not going to care about anything but the Michael Jordan MVP award. Like I want good. the trophy that we Michael Jordan do. won. Yeah, we do. You want the same, uh, uh, what was it, the all-star MVP that Jerry West got? <laughs> it's seven foot thing. <laughs> you want the same? Boy, These things change. See, you, you, <laughs> you know Jerry West didn't grow up in the social media area because he got the Mr. Clutch Award. <laughs> the Mr. The new the new award clutch player of the year 
goes to the the gets the Jerry West trophy. <laughs> Guy who was like one and nine in the finals. Man, he ain't he ain't playing the social media <laughs> era, boy. I understand My what you're goodness. saying about the trophy. I li- I like it though. I don't like the if you want to like name it. the trophies, like that's fine. I have I don't have a beef with uh, Akeem Olajuwon's one of the greatest players we've ever seen, mm. but. Ben Wallace won it four times in five years. Dwight Howard won it four times. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm leaving. I'm leaving an obvious one out. That's Scotty oh, Dwight. Dwight. Times? Dwight won it. I don't think Dwight won it four. I think Dwight won it three. Scotty. Ben won Wallace won it four. Did, did he? I, I'm. I'm not sure. I feel like he won it multiple times. I, I. I don't know that. I just don't. Oh, I no. Dikembe. Mm. That's the one I was. Dikembe Mutombo's won it four times. Mm. Yeah. Ones, I mean, I think so, it's uh, fine. So, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm just off the top of off the top of my head, maybe because I lived it, and maybe this is the whole point of it. It seems a better defender than all those, all those. Okay, guys. okay. So like at he, some point that that uh, at some point that award became the the rebounder of the year award. <laughs> I don't know when blocks. Yeah, like I, I <laughs> maybe we're Rudy Gobert, but at some point it, it's that 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 trophy got a little silly. <laughs> So and uh, what? So what's the other? Wilt, Wilt has the rookie of the year, and John Havlicek with the sixth man of the year. Havlicek stole the ball. The other thing I'll say about this as well is it gives. I mean, maybe, what's Tyrese's award? Newcomer God, of the year, the God t- of the, the year, God, the God of the year, the Tyrese Halliburton Trophy. <laughs> Tyrese, somebody. Somebody told me the weather was as cold as Tyrese's stat line last night. Dude, I wasn't going to say nothing. I, was, I, was, I, was I didn't going, even make I that up. Somebody said nothing. that to me. I was I, like, damn, we ain't going to do that to I Tyrese. We ain't going to oh. do that. I, 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 you already I, played it? Yeah, no, nah, he already <laughs> did, Quentin. He already played. It was, it was tough. That was tough. I looked up. I, I just scanning through the scores. was. <laughs> that's what I sounded oh. like. Whoa. I, you already Whoa. played it? Yeah, you. Yeah, man, that was rough. That was rough, man. Tough. But he gets the God it Award. Happens, though. But I'll, I'll say this: Yeah, it's, Tyrese is fine. Also, I mean, that was bad. But yeah, that was that was <laughs> that nasty. Was, I remember that, one time that was as bad as game as he'll ever have in his pro career. I remember one time a, a buddy of mine. It was like a Penny Hardaway. The guy was from Memphis, so he loved Penny Hardaway, and I think Penny was with Phoenix. And I'll never forget we came to practice, and we was on we was we was on him because Penny had a game like that. And he scored one point, and and my man uh, Fred was his name. Fred was like, "Man, hey, how the hell you score one point? Hmm. <laughs> how that happen? How you score one point? Yeah, you had an opportunity, obviously, to go to the line and at least get two. How you score one point? Well, he might have gotten <laughs> technical. He might have shot the technical. I actually one think that's point. what Tyrese did last night. I think he shot the technical. Just give me a scoreless I, night I, I, before you give me one point. <laughs> one point." <laughs> Give me a scoreless night. Give me that good old Tony Snell. That was a oh, <laughs> or the PJ real Tucker. The real oh well, PJ. you know they got a, a Twitter account dedicated to did PJ score tonight? <laughs> just, <laughs> just just credit to my man Tyrese. He was one of one from the free throw line. There you go. There so you he go. didn't actually miss a free throw. Yeah, defensive three seconds in the key. <laughs> that technical. He had to fight off Buddy Hill to shoot that technical. <laughs> we got, we got, got to get Tyrese going, man. Send him to the. To, well, well, Buddy was eight of eight of sixteen last night. All right, Buddy's had a good season. He has, yeah, he has. But what? 
That stat line is crazy. It's, it's you know nuts. what else is crazy? Man, four. It's, it's, it's the stat. <laughs> the stat. Four of the Pacers starters were in the plus. They lost by the score was eighty-seven to eighty-two. Damn. That was the final score of the game. They took it back to to, to Pacers Heat no six. Greg Popovich was sitting around going, "Ask the way basketball should be played." Right there. <laughs> My goodness, eighty-seven to eighty-two was the score. Damn. Um, on the awards though, I said this: the one thing that I think it may do that I'm all for mm-hmm. is it it it'll you know. Maybe, maybe not all the time, but maybe for some people, spark interest in history. Because, you know, John Havlicek, six man of the year. Who the hell is John Havlicek? He stole the ball. Havlicek stole the ball. John Havlicek was a bad man, though. But he, um, but you know, like, who was that? Let me me see. Let me YouTube him. No doubt. There's another side to that coin. You look up games from a past era. And they've led you to believe that basketball was played a certain way. Come on, leave, leave, leave him out of this. Go ahead. All right, all right. Leave him out of this. There's a reason you don't see Des. There's a reason it ain't the Julius Irving Defensive Player of the Year trophy. <laughs> that damn near, that damn near ruined my childhood. Pointing up that, pulling up that 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 finals game when you're watching the Philadelphia 76ers play defense with their hands in their pockets. Yeah. Goodness Go gracious, on, man. man! And 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 Dr. J, if I'm Dr. J, they got to find an. I don't, well, there's no more awards left. I was about to say you got to find a war, an award for for Dr. J. And who hey, who's the coolest player in the league? Smooth. Pull up. Uh, Smooth. Pull up our man Hunter Patterson's uh, uh, style rankings every week and determine who's the the style player of the year because <laughs> that's what Dr. J gets. Dr. J said this before. You, you know, you meet guys and it's cool. Dr. J is. He changes the vibe in a room. Like, yeah. he has a presence. Yeah. Like, you know when Dr. J enters your presence, the coolest dude just entered the room. He he is that dude. He is that dude. No matter who else is there, Dr. J is the coolest dude in the room. It doesn't It doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the setting. He could have been the coolest guy in the room at the, the Holiday Jam. And people fl- – <laughs> that, that's facts. Yo, it, 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 it was uh, – the Cube's thing, the big three. Yeah. Cube was there. It was Cube, uh, LL. A- I was with Amy Trask, the, 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 the other coaches, the other stars. Dr. J walks out, and he's always – he always looks per- – he looks Photoshopped. <laughs> he just looks perfect. And everyone's attention immediately goes to Julius. I hope I look like Doc when I get that on. You know, I, I've already lost the hair, so there's that. But, you know – I just I hope everything else stays. Smooth. You're gonna have to wear suits to work from now on because that's I, I don't know that Doctor J ever been caught in anything other than a perfectly cut suit or like a he, he might wear a tracksuit. I feel like I seen him in a tracksuit. You wouldn't know this. He did wear a tracksuit on the episode of The Office <laughs> when he played basketball with Jim. They had another basketball episode. Well, it was different, but he, yeah, he did. I think uh, he had a tracksuit on in that episode. Hey, real quick, can I give you the specs on the Jordan Trophy? Sure. Twenty three point six. Uh, I don't think this is what is this, inches. Weighs twenty three point six pounds, representing his jersey number and number of championships. Twenty three point facet crystal ball, a nod to his jersey number. Fifteen degree angled base, a nod to his fifteen season career. Five sided base, a nod to his five league MVPs, and six sided nameplate, representing his six championships. That is incredible detail. 
My goodness. That's incredible. And the NBA we'll only, come back. The NBA only put that up for Jordan's award, not anybody else's, because he's the GOAT. <laughs> they didn't give the specs on What are the specs for the John Havlicek <laughs> trophy? I don't know. I, that's what the NBA said. I Does don't know. Jerry it's West whatever. really need a trophy? He's what, the logo, for God's sake. What sakes. trophy he got? He got this, the, the new Clutch Player of the Year award. Okay, it's right next to. I'm on you with that one. What do we need a clutch player of the year award for? It's well, the same reason we need the best record of the year trophy. We don't. Well, they out there. Everybody, (laughs) everybody gets a trophy. Uh, We'll come back. Oh, we're gonna shift gears. I don't know if Nerlens Noel is gonna get a trophy, but he's out there in the King's world. Oh, you know we've got a. Yeah, there's a lot we've got to do. We've got to pay our respects as well, and we'll do that when D-Lo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. ESPN 1320, D-Lo and KC, we back here on your airwaves. Hey, did you see that one tweet that I talked about earlier where they were like, uh, they had a picture of Leon and it was like name, name one of his films slash TV shows without mentioning Baps, Cool Runnings, Little Richard, or Get Rich or Die Trying. I was like, barely even knew he was in any of those movies. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cool Runnings, obviously, I yeah. knew that one. Baps, I don't remember him, in, and I I really like Baps, but I don't remember him in Baps. Get Rich or Die Trying. I think I, I saw that. Get Rich or Die I saw that like six months ago, and that's how I remembered that. But if I hadn't, I don't seen feel it, like I they named his most famous roles. That's not my whole point. <laughs> like this, like top name three one. Like you just want one. His top three movies weren't even named in there. Some people will say Cool Runnings was. It's, it's probably top, it's up there. It's up there, yeah. but obviously you got above the rim. Obviously you got. They're the five doing heartbeats. another one, by the way. Did you know that? Another what? Cool Runnings. They're doing a cool that. runnings, and I and I and I think that 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 brand that we've talked about before, actively black, mm-hmm. is a part of it. Mm. Well, then it's okay. I think, I think I, I go, that, 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 he that yeah they are because okay. I don't know why actively black would post about cool runnings if they weren't doing another one. Yeah, cool yeah. runnings is back. That was that was a that was a that was a good movie. I like cool runnings. But above the rim, five heartbeats. Obviously, five heartbeats is probably his best. That's movie. the one. Yeah. It's I mean, that, for us, yeah, it's, well, a, it's well, above the rim. Well, but. look, people were talking about Cliffhanger. I don't know. <laughs> the hell is Cliffhanger? I think it's a Stallone movie. Oh, I missed that I one. think it is like a, you know, for pop culture, it's one that they, they, they know. Oh, okay. I ain't never seen no Cliffhanger. I don't know. I, I've never seen that. I don't that. know. But there's that. I, I, don't, I can't say for certain I've heard of it. I think it's Stallone. I think it's Stallone. Okay. But I'll even throw uh, Waiting to Excel in there. Mm. I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen it in a long time either. I think that might that might be a movie I only saw once. I think he was with Leela Rashawn. I think he was with Leela Rashawn. Angela Bassett is timeless. Oh yeah. Oh, oh Lord. For sure. She is just timeless. Uh I heard a great story of <laughs> it was about Jesse the Body Ventura. You said Cliffhanger it, for Stallone. Arnold the Predator. That's how I got. To, that's, that's how I got to the Predator. That I was his his agent was telling a story about how he got a meeting for him. It was one of his. It was like his, the second deal he ever did for Jesse Ventura, and he was like, you know, 
you know, Arnold's, you know, doing a movie and, and, and I think, I I I think this could work for you. Mm Mm-hmm. So he goes in, Jesse Ventura goes into, and you remember what he looked like, especially in the 80s. He's mm-hmm. giant, he's tall, he's wide, he has this huge presence. Uh, he walks into the room and the producer looks at him and goes, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> and so Vince McMahon gets a call from Jesse and says, hey, I, I, I got a part in this Stallone movie that I'm doing. Everything had to go through Vince McMahon back then. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't approve this. Well, it doesn't matter. I didn't book it through WWF. I'm I, my, my agent booked it. I'm doing this movie. Yeah. Ugh, hangs up on Jesse. <laughs> calls Jesse back and says, "Hey, they're filming in Mexico. I'm coming to Mexico <laughs> for what? Well, I want to see if Arnold Schwarzenegger would do WrestleMania." <laughs> <laughs> He shows up in Mexico. Needless to say, Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't do WrestleMania. <laughs> he does show up on WWE television like a decade or so later. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, that. But um, that story made me laugh. Good old man. Jesse Ventura just walking into a room, an audition, and the producer looking at him, you're hired. <laughs> you got the part. <laughs> um, switch gears here for a minute. Uh, Mike Leach passed away today. Mm. Uh, you know, opinions on... Mike Leach are, are, are probably going to be split. Uh, it's always sad to see someone pass away, especially someone so young. Uh, if nothing else, he was a character. He was. And um, he gave you a soundbite. Uh, and he had an innovative offense. Yeah, I was about to say, been, when, you, when you say he kind of you know, maybe changed the game. I mean, yeah, Texas Tech was, was one of the first teams I see, you know, Going up tempo, spreading them out, things of that nature. I mean, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people have have mimicked this, and it's. I, I chuckled this morning because I, for some reason, as I was working on the show early this morning, I didn't have my phone near me, so I didn't see any like, you know, pop ups, and I wanted to go read uh, Jason's latest column in, in, in on the Athletic, mm. and so the first thing I see when I go to the Athletic is Mike Leach passed away. I was like, wow, I didn't, I, I knew, I, you know, we had heard, yeah. I didn't know they had passed, and I clicked to to read the article, and this is an article that had clearly been written for like two or three days. Like it is an in depth article. I think Andy Staples wrote it. It's worth a read. Yeah. There's a lot in there that you could learn about uh, Mike Leach, but uh, certainly, you know, sad to see he passed yeah, away. So for young. sure, for sure. I know. I think it was Sunday night. I saw um, saw some tweets. Some somebody had tweeted out, you know, close to the situation. And they were saying, you know, Mike Leach is, is going to need a miracle. I was like, man, that's uh, that's. I was like, the Mike Leach, you know, it, it's it's always shocking when somebody who is in the middle of life like that, right? Like, it's not like he was, you know, old and not, you know, doing well, and you have time to prepare. Mike Leach just finished coaching, yeah, you know, a week was, or so ago. Yeah, they were they were practicing. Yeah, um, and to see that happen is. Uh, it's always um, kind of shocking. So, yeah, certainly tough on his family, tough on you know the the kids that were with him, the the young mm-hmm. men that were with him. You know, the day it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's tough. Uh, I hate this stuff, but yeah, I got a we question. Keep moving, so yeah, not you know R.I.P. Yeah, not, not um, to be insensitive, but we... I got a question for you. <clears throat> I had a couple questions actually too. 
I didn't know I was getting tested today. <laughs> we we talk about Monty McNair and not having a contract <clears throat> right now. And mm-hmm. we all agree deserves a contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know this till this weekend, I don't think. That Bob Myers in Golden State doesn't have a contract. I didn't know that either. Yeah. He's GMing without a, an extension, and there's questions he's... about whether or not – do you think is this? Oh, there's questions whether or not what whether or not he comes back. Really? Yeah. I think. I mean, I think the people, you know, think he's know going that. to, but the fact that he doesn't have a contract raises questions. Huh. So you know, it had me thinking. It had me thinking, and, and you would know this better than I would. Is this a little more common? <laughs> than, Who wants to take over that job, though? Like, I understand it's the Golden State Warriors, but think about what you're undertaking it's a, it's a mess on the horizon it's like it's almost like if you're if you're uh you know the golden state if you're joe lakeup it's like no 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 no, no. you ain't going nowhere <laughs> like you're staying here until we get this all figured out yeah um i don't know maybe it is though to answer your question maybe it is and it's not something we pay attention to uh in the front office mm. like we do with players coaches. and coaches mm. Here, it's different because of the massive amount of turnover that regularly happens at that position. And two, the fact that I think most of us believe that Monty's done a good job. Mm -hmm. And the process of building a team that competes for the playoffs regularly, year after year, is a process. And what Monty took over and that very shortened COVID offseason was a massive undertaking, mm-hmm. a massive, massive undertaking. And, you know, I, I, I think with, with us, it just brings up, is this a, front, is this a, 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 a ownership thing that this not getting done? Or does Monty look at this like, I could probably get 10 jobs mm. that pay me significantly more than this one does. Right. When this contract's over, right. and I've I've speculated nothing more than speculated that we've always looked at this as like why doesn't he have it? Why doesn't he have it? Why doesn't he have the extension yet? Whereas Monty'd be like, no, let me show you what I do. Mm. Because if I sign the extension now, you may be willing me to offer you, you might be willing to offer me one thing, but if that beam lights forty eight times, <laughs> that beam lights forty nine times, yeah. you're gonna have to offer me something else. Yeah, and you know it's a you know, it's a it's a it's a play. Yeah, that's that's, that's sure, what the game man. is. You you, you kind of if you're Monty, say that is what's going on. You kind of betting on yourself, and you're winning right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, you're winning right now, and you know the the question. Not only are you winning, but you're motivated to keep winning. Yeah, like you're 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 not sitting on your hands, you know, waiting to see what falls into your lap. You're you're active because you know, again, not, not to overuse the analogy. Every time that beam lit, is lit, your 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 dollar figure goes up. That's for sure. So, yeah, I just I saw that and I was like, uh, I didn't know that, damn, by the way. Like, oh, I, I did I not know realize that. that. Um, the other thing I was going to ask, and maybe I'll ask now. Argentina beat Croatia, by the way, for those that are in Argentina sort of to the World Cup final in the worst World Cup of all time. Yeah, it's pretty bad uh, on the field and off. Oh, it's it's really gracious. bad off. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no shot at those players of the country. They're doing no, no, everything no. they can, but. It's just it's in December. Don't really care about it with other other sports going on. 
It's just terrible. I do see people like I, I I came in one day and Jesse and a couple of the guys were talking. I was like, I wish I was this invested. I was getting my hair cut the other day and dude comes in. How come we don't have the World Cup on? <laughs> what? He said that. Where, where you get your hair cut at? Well, <laughs> the, the, uh, point out my barber did not have the World Cup on. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the other barber who came in. Ask why don't you have the World Cup on? And, <laughs> I mean, he looked at him like, all right, then you turn it on. Like, what you want? We was, was, was talking about the NFL. <laughs> I, 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 but I wish I had the emotional investment that other people did because they all look so excited or so distraught or so invested in 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 these teams and these. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I. I guess I root for the United States. Wow, I guess. Okay. I mean, I do, but two it's got, not. Two got Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov <laughs> in here with, with, with Jesse. USA has to it. Man. I mean, I'm just saying it because I'm, I'm not going crazy about, you know, USA and soccer. I'm just not. Like, it's, it's cool. Not like, either. I want them to win. I think it'd be fun. It's always fun to watch them, but um, yeah, I ain't really, I'm really tripping off it. I like Jamaica. You know when they're rolling, okay. Like like Ghana, all right. I I I. I but I, I'm not passionate about any uh, any of them. I wish I I, I wish I was because the people who are passionate about it look so excited. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know if there's anything outside of our, you know, the teams, NFL, NBA, MLB, that I'm that passionate about. I I did say. Do you like the Olympics more than the World Cup? Um, they're about the same because the I first, like the Olympics. The first week of the Olympics, like I'm not that crazy about the swimming. I love the track and field, though. Mm-hmm. I love the track and field. So the first, it's always the first week is the swimming, and it's it's cool, like it's whatever. But I, I really turn up during the track and field. So I, I they're the same for me. I really do okay. like the World Cup. This one, I think I'm so agitated because it's in the in the dead of winter, mm-hmm. you know, and it's in the it's traditionally it's been in the summer. And you can kind of really hone in on it, focus on it, and enjoy it. This one, there's 20 different things going on. Oh yeah, the World Cup is going on too, and it's it's taken away from it. So, um, I'm, but I'm definitely looking forward to the next one. Like I think I'll be all in for that. Would love to go to some games or whatever the case may be. That's going to be cool to have it on mm-hmm. U.S. soil. And the Olympics are going to be here soon too. That'll yeah. be dope too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.